I think it made me just believe more in my ability within my own business mm. because I paid for that trip and <laughs> I paid for that trip out of the money that I made in my business as a solo entrepreneur. So for me, it was like, right, I've done that. I've done that now. Welcome to the Crossing It Off Podcast, where we believe living with intention through a bucket list lifestyle is a great way to bring yourself personal joy. As you are crossing items off your list, you're actually filling up your bucket. The more items you cross off, the more joy gets added, until eventually your joy spills over into the lives of those around you. Now, let's start crossing it off together. How do you maximize your bucket list items? In my book, I talk about stacking bucket list items together so that you can get most of your value out of your time and your money. Today's bucket list storyteller had done just that, and she was very successful at it. Let's start crossing it off. Sophie Watson describes herself as a music-loving soul coach. Sophie, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. Yeah, so tell us, what is the thing that you crossed off your list? To visit Seattle. Seattle, Washington. Yes, that's where I'm yeah. from. And, yeah. and, and as I record this, we're just getting past Valentine's Day here in the States. And uh, my partner and I spent the whole weekend in downtown Seattle uh, doing, some, doing some crazy stuff. But for you, Sophie, what was it that you decided that you said, okay, I need to go there. I need to visit this place. I need to put it on my list and cross it off. So it has been on my list since I was 14 years old. Wow. And this is so going back to the 90s <laughs> when grunge was a big thing. Um, I was a real grunge girl. And um, so all of my favorite bands came from Seattle. And I was just like, oh my God, it must be so amazing there. Because so it was like Pearl Jam and Soundgarden and Temple of the Dog and Alice in Chains, all of them. And, and even Jimi Hendrix was born in Seattle. Right. I was like, this is, that's, I have to go there at some point. Yeah. It was just literally the music that, that made me want to come and visit. So you listened to the music, but had you seen like images? Like it rains a lot here, you know? Um, (laughs) It rains a lot here. What's the difference? That's right. It does rain a lot in the UK as well. It's for sure. Uh, (laughs) But had you seen like, were there other things besides the music that drew you to Seattle? No, it was literally the music. Okay. That that was it. (laughs) And so how did, you know, from 14 to when, how did this come about? What were some of the things that you had to do to make this happen? Well, actually, it all came about by accident. You know, it was it was like the universe sort of like guided me there. So, in, in fact, actually, it's quite sad how the the story behind it because um, Chris Cornell, obviously mm-hmm. the lead singer of Soundgarden, passed away, and I saw on Facebook that they were holding a tribute concert for him in LA, and. Being a big music fan, I I love to go to concerts, live gigs, and also on my bucket list was to go to a gig in another country. Mm-hmm. So I saw this came up on po- on Facebook, and I immediately messaged my friend Lucy, who is we call her and her partner our concert buddies. <laughs> so we go to every concert with them because we love the same music. And I tagged her in the post and I went, Lucy, do you want to go to L.A.? <laughs> she was like, hell yeah. 
So <laughs> literally, we didn't discuss it with our partners. We booked the tickets for all four of us <laughs> to, to go to LA. So we, we managed to get tickets. And while we're planning the whole trip, I started look, thinking about things that I wanted to do. And my husband's been over to America a few times with his with his job. So he had visited places, but not really visited because he was working. Right. And one of the places he had been, which I was very, very jealous of when he told me he was going there, was Seattle. And he said, well, why don't we put Seattle into this trip as well? Because he knew that I'd wanted to go there. And um, I was like, that would be amazing. Let's do it. <laughs> so we literally, we booked a few days in L.A., and then we booked a few days for Seattle as well. So first of all, we went to the, the concert in L.A. Um, I also got to go and see the Lakers play uh, the Chicago Bulls wow. in L.A. as well, Which I because I watched basketball when I was a teenager as well, and I used to play basketball. So that was another thing off my bucket list. And then I couldn't wait for us to get to Seattle. So it's just my husband and I that ended up in Seattle. Um, oh, and we also hired a Mustang because that was another thing. <laughs> and we're talking about um, the car, not the horse. Yes, the car. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I wasn't able to drive it because the week before we'd been snowboarding in Norway and I fractured my wrist and couldn't drive. <laughs> so, <laughs> so that was fun and games going through the, the airport because you your guys are so, so strict over there now. Oh, yeah. So literally they were swabbing my my cast on my wrist as I'm going through. And it, it, there was, have you got drugs in there? No, I haven't got drugs. <laughs> yeah, they um, they think it's made of drugs. That's It's all cocaine in yeah. your cast, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, yeah, so had a few days in LA, flew to Seattle, and I'd already sort of like been looking up things that I mm -hmm. wanted to do. So obviously because the whole trip was about Chris Cornell, I wanted to go and see his statue and then I realized where his statue was. So it's by the um, museum of uh, pop cult, modern pop culture, isn't yes. it? Yeah. yeah. We, we call it the Mopop. Mm -hmm. Mopop. That's it. Um, so I thought, Oh, that, that looks pretty cool. Let's go and visit that. <laughs> oh, it is the best museum I have ever been to. It's, it's pretty cool. <laughs> it's really cool. So the, and when we, visited they had an exhibition for Pearl Jam uh, for Nirvana and for Jimi Hendrix so I was in my absolute element there so that was that was a real highlight for me we also went and visited uh, Easy Street Records so where Pearl Jam used to will still right. go quite, quite often um where else did we go oh we did the um the Space Tower Mm -hmm. Space Needle. Well, Space Needle. Mm -hmm. That's the word. That's it. <laughs> um, what else did we do? Oh, there was just, we only had a few days, but we sure. crammed a lot in, just pop, moving around and having a look at stuff there. Yeah, I love how you describe this whole trip as, you know, because what I call it is stacking, right? You're stacking those bucket list items on top of one another and accomplishing more in a shorter period of time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but also it, cuts down on the expenses if you had just come to la for the concert and gone home back to yeah. the uk that would have been a lot more money than coming back and seeing the nba game and going back home and then it can be tempting to stack a whole bunch of stuff on top of each other but it sounds like you all did a pretty decent job were, were you able to see stuff 
if people don't know, like the Space Needle and Mopop and all those, that's the Seattle Center, and there's lots of stuff there. There's a Cholule yeah. uh, muse- museum there as well now. And there's, yeah, there's we also- saw. We did go in there as well. That was amazing. Yes, he's an amazing artist. Yeah, and there's just a lot of was, stuff right there. Yeah, just fascinated by it. I, I took so many photos, it's ridiculous. I bet. <laughs> so, so I think they're still on my phone at the moment. So, um, yeah, just... And did you get downtown at all by, like, some of the there's some of the places like the crocodile and some of the bars that those bands they offer amp. Or, okay. No, we didn't get, but I did drag my husband right over to the other side to go and see the Jimi Hendrix statue. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we did a bit of a march yeah. up, up the hill to go and see that. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm trying to think of what else we did. It we we basically wandered around because yeah. also have been a grunge fan. I've watched singles, and mm-hmm. so. <laughs> so there was um i found the the statues on the on the bench and we sort of like but we couldn't go in there because it's bit it was closed off but mm. i was like ah oh, that's that's the scene from from singles so yeah that was quite good seeing those bits and pieces is there anything you didn't get to do that you wish you had no i think we've we fulfilled everything that we set out to do mm-hmm. In Seattle, we definitely saw, but I'd, I'd love to come back again and and have another wander around and and see what else, see what I missed the first time. Was it as fulfilling as you hoped it to be? Yeah, definitely, definitely. And what was that feeling while you were in it, while you're walking around Mopop or you're walking around the city? What were you feeling inside? I was feeling, yeah, this is the, I, I've I've achieved it. I've I, mm. I've succeeded. I've ended up here at some point. It, it being years later, but I've I've managed to get here. Here at the Crossing It Off podcast, we are passionate about inspiring you in your bucket list lifestyle and empowering you to live out your list. We offer many resources to assist you in your bucket list journey, such as web resources in the show notes, bucket list mentoring services, my book, Live Out Your Lists, a private Facebook group for you to share your bucket list success stories with others, and more. All of these can be found at crossingitoffpodcast.com. Find the resource that fits your need so that you can live out your list. Now back to the show. I've missed the whole music scene because they're not playing in those, <laughs> those clubs. And, no. and most of those oh. clubs' names have changed since then, too, yeah. as well, and changed ownership. Uh, so it's kind of, I went to I went to your neck of the woods in, in yeah. London uh, last year, and I was looking for punk rock clubs all over oh. the city, and it seemed like, <laughs> everything had disappeared. Like it just been yeah. erased off the, the face of the map. So I can understand even 10 years, 15 years after the grunge scenes had disappeared here in Seattle, that you go and things aren't, you know, the off ramp has changed names at least two or three times since exactly. Nirvana exactly. and Pearl Jam played there. So, and it's actually unfortunately getting torn down and rebuilt. So um, yeah, that's yeah the effects of the lockdown is what I say. Yeah. So if someone came to you and said, I'm going to Seattle, besides just go, right? We always want to yeah. say, yeah, just do it. Just do it. What's something that you would suggest to them? Or or if they said that you, if you're doing that, you've got to X, what's the X that you would share? Mopop. With them? Mopop definitely. Okay. Yeah. And, and you say it's one of the best museums you've ever been to. Besides, it is the best. <laughs> what, describe why. Why is it one of the best why? museums you've been to? Because there were so many interesting things that I found 
mm-hmm. really interesting there. Things that are that I could relate to because seeing the Nirvana um, exhibition, it's like, oh, that's that's from Heart Shaped Box mm-hmm. video. And that's, so it's things that I could already remember and I could relate to. And it it just it was just amazing because those people that I have followed and that I have loved and listened to their music for years, I was seeing their things that like Jimi Hendrix guitar that mm-hmm. he had played with. It's it's like, oh my god, that's just amazing. Yeah, yeah. like mixing desks and and things like that. And well- and it is the Museum of Pop Culture, so it's just not about music. So it's not like going no. to the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame in, no. in uh, Ohio. But they have a huge collection of science fiction memorabilia and all sorts of stuff people don't know. Yeah. And that was what that's what that's what blew me over. I, I loved the Nirvana exhibit, um, basically because it tells the story. I almost now at least it tells the story like of the band before Dave Grohl joined it like there was a different drummer and so there's there's all this information and letters and all this stuff about about the band before you know when they really broke out so that's cool but for me I I love the basement because the basement's where all the sci-fi stuff is and yeah um, you know to see Han Solo's uh, blasters uh, is (laughs) well they had they had the um Marvel exhibition on when when I went okay so that was that was pretty cool having yeah. seen the films as well. So and it's yeah. very it's a very interactive museum as well. I think that's what's pretty cool about it too. It's not just looking at stuff through glass. There's lots of uh, interactive things that you could do. I think right before the Marvel exhibit, they had a Star Trek exhibit that was Brilliant. absolutely fabulous. They had this whole timeline of all the series up on the wall, and it was yeah. like you could see where you know the storylines crossed over, and all. it was just. It was just fantastic. And I'm from Indiana and there's a band in Indiana that's a tribute band to Star Trek. And they were playing their music. I was like, these guys, nobody knows these guys. And they were playing their, you know, playing their music in the exhibit. I thought it was hysterical. So Sophie, if you look back at the trip, what was the most transformational thing for you inside you that took place uh, that you took away from, you know, after you were back home? After I was back home, I think it was just, it, it did seem a bit like a dream afterwards. You know how you, you reach that goal and you, you're there in the moment and then you come away and you're like, did that, did that actually happen? Did that mm. really happen? Was I, was I really there? Um, so for me, I think it was, it really was that sense of achievement. I've, I've done it. I've, I've managed to, to do these things that I have always wanted to do. And I made it happen. And how does that how does that um, cross over into to your to your life as you went past that? What were some were there things that you said? Oh, now I can do X. And what are those things? What what did that confidence uh, build up in you that you were able to kind of take forward? I think it made me just believe more in my ability within my own business hmm. because I paid for that trip. And I paid for that trip out of the money that I made in my business as a solo entrepreneur. So for me, it was like, right, I've done that. I've done that now. Now I can continue and and move my business forward more so that I can then do a few other things on my bucket list. So let's talk about that. What's something else on your bucket list that you uh, are hoping to accomplish here and cross off in the near future? Okay, so there's two things that come to mind. 
One is to um, have a hot air balloon ride. And that doesn't matter where it is. So if even if that's in this country or somewhere else, that's absolutely fine. Um, and the other thing is to go snowboarding in Whistler. Mm, which is located? In Canada. So why the, why the hot air balloon? What drives you to want to take that hot air balloon ride? Uh, it's, I think they're just beautiful and so graceful while they're up there. And so that's, and I, I do like extreme sports and things. So I'm quite happy being that high up. I've done a skydive. So I'm, I'm more than happy being up there. And when I did the skydive, it was just amazing seeing what you could see from being up there. And I want to experience that again, but in a different way. You don't have a specific place. You know, I've talked about this with lots of people. This always comes up. This is one of those like skydiving that always kind of comes up in these conversations. I always say I want to do it someplace where the view is, is unbelievable. And I, mm. I actually think the UK would be on a good day. Clear yeah. day. <laughs> you know, this countryside of the UK would actually be a really, really cool place to do that. So yeah, you know, we do I, have some beautiful countryside here. Um, New Zealand would probably be another place mm, to do it. Yeah. I mean, New Zealand is beautiful. And with the, the mountains that they have in the South Island, um, as we, we, we went there and saw um, Milford Sound, and mm. that is just a beautiful place to be. And snowboarding in Whistler, what's the, what's the draw to Whistler? Oh, so my husband watched lots of YouTube videos mm-hmm. of snowboarders and um, one of the, the guys that we follow on there, they're in Whistler and just seeing the views from Whistler and the amount of snow that they have there. It's like, we don't get that much here at all. Yeah. Um, so I, I, every time it snows here, I'm like, please let us have enough so that I can just get my snowboard out on a small hill. <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah, so that that's really why I want to go. I just want to go and visit somewhere that is just somewhere different from where we've been before. And it's got beautiful views and tons of snow. Thanks for being here. I appreciate it. I, uh, Thank if you, you ever, for having if, me. If you ever get back to Seattle, um, we'll need to connect for sure. Yeah. Uh, and so tell us where on the internet we can find more information about you and your journeys and, and what you have going on. So um, I run my own business, which is basically helping women in business who are maybe feeling lost, stuck, struggling, not knowing who they are anymore. And I help them to basically pinpoint where they need change, help them understand who they truly are as a soul and support them to create a life that they love instead. So having a bucket list is one of the things that I help my clients with. So you can find me on my website, which is sophiewatson.co.uk. I'm on Facebook, which is Sophie Watson, time to create a life that you love and on LinkedIn and Instagram. Awesome. I will put all those things in the show notes so that people can just click away and find you. And I suggest that they do for sure. We'll also put some other resources in there about visiting Seattle because uh, it's not as bad and rainy as people say it is. I think, <laughs> I think that, I think the locals here, I'm not from here originally, but I think the locals just tell everybody that to keep people away. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone visiting. <laughs> yeah. It's ours. It's ours. Uh, Sophie, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate it. I wish you all the best of luck in getting in that hot air 
air balloon and uh whistler's not too far away either so let me know if, if you get the whistler and thanks for being here brilliant thank you so much for having me